0: What's up, know-it-alls? You got stuff you don't need to know. I'm Jay. Let's get down to it. So if you've been listening to the show the last couple of episodes, I've had on a couple of comic book creators coming right off a of Kickstarter, and today is no different. But the one thing that is different about today's creator is not only is it a comic book, which you guys know I really, really love, but he also touches on something else that I love that I've never really got to talk about here on the show. And that's pro wrestling. So today uh, I'd like to introduce Ed Kunell, who is the co-creator of invasion from planet wrestletopia. Ed, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jay. Uh, much, much appreciated.
0: Oh, and again, as I always say, it is my honor to have, uh, you on here. Uh, I love talking to creators. I, you know, the creative process is absolutely amazing. Um, So, you know, going through Kickstarter, this project popped up. And when I saw that it's based off of professional wrestling, I took a deeper look and I fell in love and I backed it and I I had to talk to the guy. So, so again, thank you for coming on.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Um, I don't know when you people hear this uh, exactly, but the the campaign is in the fairly early days. about, about 20 days to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is invasion from planet WrestleTopia. And sort of the, the best way to sum it up, I've found, is disgruntled professional wrestler, rock and roll, Rory Landell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's angered at his promoter. Uh, his promoter kind of screwed him out of the, uh, a, sh- a, a shot at, at having the world belt. Okay. So what does he do? Is he, get, he gets on live TV. He's, he's supposed to cut a promo for his big match, you know, do mm-hmm. an interview. And he says, well, I don't, I don't care about the world title. It's pointless. I'm the galactic champion of the universe, brother. Nice. Uh, TV signal, of course, goes out into space. Planet of alien wrestlers intercepts and are not amused. <laughs> yeah, <it's> kind of <laughs> what kicks things off you know that That's how things get rolling in invasion from planet WrestleTopia and uh yeah you mentioned that you know it, it's on kickstarter we we did it, it took us a while but mm-hmm. Matt and I, my co-creator Matt Incident and I we made six issues uh and and the, the first and, and the last issues are are pretty like big uh like jumbo sized nice Shoes. um they were they were never in print but we put them out there in the world and so you know it's always been <clears throat> the plan to want to do a kickstarter to um, put them all into one like printed trade volume for people. Okay. And um and uh you, you know that that's always been it's always been the plan. and we, we've heard from a lot of people that they'd be excited to have it in print. So now's your chance.
0: Absolutely. And you know before we go uh any deeper into the comic here, one thing I always like to start off by asking is so just kind of tell us, you know, what was it, you know, either in your youth or you know, your teen years? what were some of the early comics that you read and some of your early inspirations? And second part to that question is, since this is based off of professional wrestling, what were some of your early professional wrestling influences?
1: So I'll start with comics. Uh, 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 though I will say, like, e- even starting as a young kid, I was pretty obsessed with wrestling uh, up until, until a certain point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, comic books, I can remember being really young, and cutting out, um, uh, you know, cutting out, uh, taking the scissors to my comic book so I could paste, like, my favorites on my wall. And I could re- clearly remember Daredevil probably being, oh. like, or f- like, as, a, as a, being really young and, and really like, – I had a thing, I think, for heroes – who had to try a little harder. So it was like Batman, daredevil. Um, I loved Superman. I also loved, you know, comics that any comic that had a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. It's attracted me part of what, you know, was attractive about Spider-Man. And then as you know, they started getting older, um, titles like grew and the tick. Um, uh, I, I really fell in love with like just anything with kind of like a sense of humor. Uh, I really dug, um, Justice League, I really enjoyed. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, I went through a big Justice League phase, and I liked a lot of the, the, the same comic books that everybody liked back then, you know, uh, uh, X Men and that kind of sure. thing. Um, with wrestling, I, I discovered it in probably like seven years old, late 70s. And then, you know, growing up in Portland, Oregon, we had this um, for those who don't know, we had sort of our local wrestling promotion called Pacific Northwest Wrestling. Oh.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, Billy Jack Haynes and, um,
1: yeah, he's a star here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Playboy, buddy Rose, Roddy Piper, what was sort of discovered here and he ended up, you know, he lived in a suburb of Portland up until his death and was very loyal to the, um, the family that owned the promotion, but yeah, it was, Mm -hmm. so it was one of those promotions that was affiliated with, uh, affiliated as part of the national wrestling Alliance was affiliated with, with all these other national wrestling territories. So, mm-hmm. so every once in a while, you'd see Ric Flair would come to town, the right. NWA belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually saw him wrestle Billy Jack Haynes here in oh. Portland. Um, and, uh, it, but it was on every weekend. And you know, at seven years old, you're just absolutely hooked. I mean, and there's mm-hmm. no doubt in your mind that this is 100% unscripted, Un-choreographed, <laughs> that This is <laughs> combat, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it, and I became obsessed with it. I, I would buy, you know, magazines. I probably bought more wrestling magazines probably than comic books as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going to the convenience store where you had both. Right. Uh, I had one wall that was completely covered with articles and mini posters, and uh, they were kind of like the way I look at it now is they were kind of like my superheroes, right? Like,
0: absolutely. It,
1: wore masks some of them and they breathed fire and they spat green mist out of their mouth and there was good and evil and they would leap from tall places maybe not tall buildings but tall (laughs) and you know uh take all this punishment and keep going and um it was pretty brilliant television when it was when it was uh at its best um right so and then, you know, I would say I kind of started to let go of both in high school, like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I was never completely removed, never completely removed from either. Um, but, but, but one of my other, I guess, passions, you could call it, right. uh, is video games. And okay. I ended up being my career, and it still is, uh, uh, since the early 2000s, I've been working in video games, most of that time as a writer and 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 my co-creator, Matt Enton as well. So um, video games, wrestling, and maybe comic books as like a third as a third. but um, but i'll just I'll just wrap that up. One of the really nice things about doing invasion from Planet Wrestletopia is discovering comics again. And you know, it started off just saying, well, i should maybe i should I should sort of just take a look and see what's going on with comics and and of course, reading them can help you, you know, to become like a, a better writer of comics. Um, and it's been, you know, now I have a pull list (laughs) and now I have a, you know, um, I, and I've been, you know, going back and sort of reading things that, uh, discovering things that, you know, that I missed, right. Right. Like, uh, Astro city and and things that, that a lot of people are just old, you know, old hat. But for me, (laughs) you for the first time. And it's been, uh, it's been lovely. It's, it's just been a great sort of, uh, uh, result, you know, it's, it's been a great sort of just like result of, of working on WrestleTopia is, is catching up on comics.
0: Nice. That's, that's great. I mean, when, when did you kind of make that connection or kind of come up with the idea that, you know, like you said, wrestling, with its storylines, with its heroes and its villains and its spectacle and everything. I mean, it's almost, you know, some people will say it's, um, I've heard people say it's, like, oh, it's a grown man's like soap opera. But I mean, yeah. it's actually really a grown man's comic book or a real life comic book. Like yeah. when did, when did the light bulb kind of go off and say, I got to merge these? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's interesting. So I saw once, and I'll never forget this, like I was in junior high mm-hmm. and an and arcade. It was, so I'm, uh, for, you know, I'm 48, as a child of the 80s, and the arcades were a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, and I, walked, I remember walking to a, uh, the arcade at a pizza parlor and turning and looking and seeing, um, I think it was called The Main Event. And it was the first time I'd ever seen a wrestling video game okay and It was like it was like the two things that i loved in the in the world right like it was like you could hear i could hear harps and and like you know the this the <laughs> from heaven like shining on my face. uh so it was like um you know this 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 incredible sort of you know uh, hybrid of the the two things i loved the most <laughs> and i think years later working in games and thinking back to um some of those old like uh you know side-scrolling sort of classic classic beat-em-ups sure. and things and, and and wrestling video games i had thought maybe at one time that how cool would it be you know talking to matt around 2006 2007 like how cool would it be to 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 make a video game you know uh uh where you know wrestler you you have to fight your way through a city uh, uh, but, but instead of just punching and kicking, your are wrestling. Right? right, right. And I think it, it kind of took off from there. We started figuring out the story. We're like, okay, why would, if, if there was a planet of, 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 so if there's this other planet where wrestling's real and it's like their total way of life, okay. right? <laughs> and they were to invade, like, how would that happen? And it was just like somebody, maybe somebody would really piss them off with a promo that, that on TV and that, that signal would go to outer space. It kind of developed from there. And, and at, at the same time we, we sort of think, okay, well, we don't have, you know, uh, again, this, this is, you know, 2007 or so, Yeah, we don't have, you know, tens of millions of dollars laying around to make a video, a 3d video game. Um, and this was kind of before, like it was really it was it was a little easier to make an indie game. It was kind of before like Unity was came along. It was free and Unreal mm-hmm. became free and and the the big boom of the indie uh, scene and all that. Um, we had worked on the story and and largely we had we had worked a lot on the story in some detail and then sort of just left it, you know. And it was years later. We said, you know, I mean, man, of all the stories you and I have sort of worked on together in our spare time and we're not working on video games for clients, working for clients, right. video games. That's the one that I wish we could put out there in the world in some form so that mm. it exists and people could read it if they want to, or, you know, they, they could absorb it if they want to. Right. It's uh, sort of the natural fit in that we could conceivably afford to pay professional artists to, to bring this to life. And that's what we did. Nice. And we, as I mentioned before, we, we, it took us a couple of years, but we did all the whole story, six issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, and so it exists like on, on Amazon Kindle and it'll be up, uh, it'll be fully up on comiXology soon. So, That was a victory. That was like, okay, this story that I love, I'm passionate about, I couldn't forget, couldn't abandon completely. (laughs) Uh, It exists out there in the the world, right? Um, And uh, and and it was it was a hell of a lot of fun, and it would it would be lovely to see it in print, right? Uh, Yes, see a printed trade, but whatever happens, we. Accomplished what we set out to accomplish. I would just, you know, like, I would like to get it to more people. Like, I would like to just. It's been it, that that part has been the, the reception for this has been amazing, right? From both comic book, um, mm-hmm. you know, podcasters and reviewers and and wrestling like podcasters, bloggers. uh The reception has been fantastic, and 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 connecting it with with like a, like a large audience has proven you know di- well difficult right like sure. i kn- I knew it was not easy but um it's been like really it's been kind of like digging you know a, a tunnel through a mountain with a needle so <laughs> <but maybe laughs> starter will uh help in that regard ultimately um and yeah. you know you want it to be successful but what what the hell We, we we did what we set out to do so
0: Absolutely. I mean, I I think that's amazing. And I hope, you know, more people that that hear about it on this podcast, other podcasts, especially, you know, maybe you're not a comic book fan, but you're a wrestling fan or maybe vice versa. I mean, this definitely because I'm kind of just scrolling through the Kickstarter now through like the description of it. You know, I've I've done this a few times and it's it, it really the appeal is there and. Being a fan of both, I mean, I just see so much, like so much of the positives, like from the comic standpoint, from, and from the wrestling, especially from the wrestling standpoint, I mean, with, um, I don't, really don't want to give spoilers or anything, but with, I guess, sort of like, you know, these, these aliens sort of announcing their invasion with a chair shot during yeah. an interview That's yeah. Yeah. straight pro wrestling. I mean, that's, and that's yeah. old school pro wrestling. Um, look, looking at your protagonist though, uh, rock and roll R- Rory Landell, is he based on any of like your sort of favorite wrestlers, like an amalgamation or, you know, what was kind of the inspiration for for this particular character?
1: Yeah, there, there definitely are these sort of amalgams of all these different wrestlers that we, we knew and loved growing up. You can see quite a bit of the Ultimate Warrior in there if mm-hmm. you're if you're reading and we uh, I, I just love it. Matt you know gets the credit for writing uh his dialogue and, and it's just it's some of my favorite stuff in the comic book it's, and you mentioned like you know when the aliens so the tv signal of course you know takes a long time to to go out in space and be discovered cool. by Topians. when they finally do land they um uh you know how, how, what does he do right to, to put earth on notice and say hey i'm the galactic champion We're, is rock and roll Rory Landell guy. Well, yeah, you you hit and you clock uh, a reporter for a morning TV show over the head, <laughs> here, get in front of the camera and, and cut a promo on the planet Earth, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so of course that's how you do it, right? If you're if you're the king of Wrestletopia. So uh, yeah, that's that's a great scene. And that's a a good example of the kind of sort of madness and the kind of humor uh that that is a way to another uh, not a bad way to describe it is uh galaxy quest meets wwe is is a pretty i think
0: that's a good analogy yeah
1: um and uh and so you we have we've heard you know from from we heard this a lot and it's one of the comments that we really love to hear was um uh, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this story. It it, 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 Of course, it's 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 a lot about wrestling, but it's really a, a redemption story um, mm-hmm. for rock and roll, Rory Landell. And uh, it, it, you know, the, we, the story I think has some heart to it, and it is the humor is largely based on you know. Um, the juxtaposition of you know of, of these of these wrestlers coming to earth and wrestling is real for them but for for us it's entertainment uh earth all of earth's hopes uh for survival rest with a washed up pro wrestler that nobody <laughs> knows nobody knows where he is <laughs> at this point in, in, nobody nobody knows where he, where to find the guy right it's, uh so it it's uh, yeah. Again, I, the, like if something like Galaxy Quest be, uh, appeals to you, there's a good chance that you will you will really dig uh, this collected volume or kickstarting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, you know, scrolling through, and, and again, I encourage people. You know, if you're interested, head over to Kickstarter. You know, it's um, and just search for Invasion from Planet Wrestletopia. And take a look at it. I mean, the art is amazing. You know, you do put up a couple of of panels from it. Uh, so you kind of get an idea of the story. And yeah, I mean, you know, thankfully, I'm a fan of both comics and wrestling. So it's like a double appeal. But, you know, even if you're only a fan of one of these, you know, be it comics, uh, you know, be it pro wrestling or, you know, like you said, like I, I actually can see that comparison to to a galaxy quest kind of meets WWF. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this. This this is great. I really, I really feel it appeals to everybody. So, question I have is, you know, I, like I said, I love wrestling. I've read a lot of uh, wrestlers' biographies, autobiographies, yeah. and a lot of them from uh, Malenko, Chris Jericho, uh, you know, Hardcore Holly. Some of these guys. One of the things they say is, you know, everybody loves the hero, and it's kind of easy to play the face. But if you really, you know, if you really want to work hard and, and really, you know, put the time in, you know, working as a heel is, you know, it's the hardest thing to do, but it's got the biggest reward. So when you're writing these characters, you know, obviously, you know, you're 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 most likely going to follow like a face heel sort of dynamic. Easier to write like like, you know, the face, the good guy or or <laughs> or, or harder to write the heel. Which, which which do you think?
1: Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah. Um probably the heels are, are easier because they, uh, they just, you know, uh, I, I think when manifest destiny or, or the others, uh, some of the other villains in this book, um, they're really fun. and They're pretty single minded, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want what they want. And um, whereas with, with Rory. So, uh, so a great, it's a great, another great way to maybe describe the emotional story
0: mm-hmm.
1: that goes on is that this is Rory's Roll Rory Landell's real life. Heel to face turn is the way we sort of looked at it. Mm. Obviously wrestling and real life are, are bleeding into one another here in the story. So, you know, for, for Rory that involves like he, he's really got to um, uh, wrestle his own demons figuratively and then at one point literally and uh he's he he's got to you know do some introspection eventually uh and that gets more you know complicated right uh, mm-hmm. that kind of, you know that kind of connection uh you know uh, that kind of storytelling and that kind of connection that kind of dialogue is probably more complicated uh it's, it's funny that you reminded me of uh like I love reading those books too. I'm, I'm actually reading uh, a biography on Gorgeous George right now. I I've, I've okay. <laughs> just started, but I love these behind the scenes books, and I read a lot of them. We did a lot of you know research just for this comic, but we. I, mean, I read those books all the time for fun. I can't remember who said it. It might have been somewhere in Bobby Heenan's book, mm-hmm. but he was talking about how you know, he was watching wrestling as as sort of a a kid and he was like, he wanted to be heel immediately. And he said like, who remembers the baby faces?
0: (laughs) Very true. (laughs) I mean, I think, I mean, I think for me, you know, uh, growing up um, being out here in the Northeast, you know, I mean, just like you, I grew up in the territory days where to me, the WWF was all there was. There was no other wrestling that I knew of until, I purchased, you know, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and and, yep. and other, you know, magazines about it. And we're like, oh, my God, there's a whole thing out there. But I remember it definitely was the, the very early 80s when on TBS, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, which later evolved into World Championship Wrestling and then WCW, uh, when they came on the scene and I got my first look at the nature boy, Ric Flair, yep. who as a as as a twelve year old kid was going, "My God, I hate this guy, but I can't take my eyes off him. He's the greatest thing out there, and I just hate him so much and you know, I remember, and you're right, I remember the heels, I remember the horsemen, I remember all the all the all the turns and everything, and you're absolutely right. I mean the heel the heel is where it's at,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, that's so funny because I, yeah, we, we we were talking a little bit and we're all, all, almost the same age and I do remember you know getting you know I'm in Portland, Oregon and we get cable you know in the 80s when it was it was it was pretty new you know right. for city folk anyway and <laughs> um, yeah, Superstation WTBS in Atlanta went from just this little local station to a a national nationwide cable station right. And, Three hours on Saturday. Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, uh, all these guys. Who? Who? You're right. You know, we knew they existed because we could read the magazines. But, um, I yeah, I was I, that, you know, I loved Portland wrestling. But, but you know, Georgia, Ch- you know, Ric Flair is the world champ, and and the Road Warriors, and Magnum TA, and the Four Horsemen. It was uh, such a great time to be a twelve year old wrestling fan oh
0: absolutely
1: <laughs> and, and you're talking about rick flair mm-hmm. my memory is so i saw him come to portland twice and and when that happened the the portland wrestling people would would, would move their show to portland to our um memorial coliseum which was uh, like thirteen thousand people okay. who were trailblazer uh, trailblazers played and back then that was that was you know plenty big
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh so rick flair is in town and my memory of it is like, we all hated him, but when, when his mute, you know, when that, you know, 2001 space odyssey music or whatever it was, exactly. in, um, uh, or not 2001, because I guess this was the eighties, <laughs> but, but when that music kicked in and he, um, he, he walked out to the uh, arena, it was sort of like. Like a judge walking into the courtroom, kind of like everybody, everybody would kind of like stand. And you did not boo the man while he came in and and showed off the belt and handed the belt off to somebody, you know, with who was wearing like white gloves when they touched the belt. Oh,
0: right! All that, all that pomp and circumstance, absolutely.
1: And then you were free to boo him after his entrance, but before that, it was like the pope just walked in. I, yeah. stayed
0: I mean love you know and he would say it you know love love him or hate him you know he's the champ and there's a reason why and I mean I I still to this day I go on YouTube and I watch old promos of his from Georgia Championship Wrestling like when he really when he really kind of found his voice and with you know with the Rolex wearing and like my shoes cost you know more than you make in a year and 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 it's just like, my God, I hate this man. But you know, this is this is the greatest thing that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he
1: was. Uh, I will watch his promos one time. There, there's a quote, and I and I, I actually ripped it from a YouTube video because <laughs> uh, it's so great. Um, you know, he looks at the camera and he just goes, "I live, and breathe, and die for this business every day of my life." And he's not bullshitting. Like he is not exactly. <laughs> that's not part of the act, right? Like this you that you 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 can feel how real that is through uh, your ab-
0: set, right? Absolutely. And you know, not to get a little too off topic, I mean ESPN uh thirty for thirty, they yeah. they did they did one on him. And, you know, if anybody thinks that the persona of Ric Flair is an act, watch that when he there was a scene where he's explaining that he went to the doctor and the doctor's asking him about his drinking habits and he's telling him how much he drinks a night. The doctor's looking at him like you, you should be. Dead. <laughs> no human being can consume this. And he said, he was told, you know, you did this, you are this. This is this is what Ric Flair is, you know, you know, the Rolex wearing, airplane flying, you know, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. You gotta go out there and you you gotta live that. So people get, you know, it's wow. it's people gotta buy it, you know, not just in the ring when they see you. Later on, when you go to the hotel bar, you you have to be Ric Flair. And he lived that life.
1: Yeah. He, it's it's the, the, it's such a great episode of 30 for 30. And I actually bought it so I can watch it every once in a while. Um, it's, it's, it, it's really amazing. Because I would have figured it I've actually read, I think, one, at least one of Ric Flair's biographies. I think mm-hmm. you know he had a, a ghost writer help him write it. But, um, uh, he, he, I mean, in general, he, he, he talks about, you know, these were, these were good times, right. right. The documentary. It was pretty sobering to hear him say, you know, uh, wrestling started off as this, this thing. And eventually when I, when I got really, really good at it, it just became a disease, you know, and it, it yeah. it's pretty tragic but uh Absolutely. man I mean, yeah like i said he was royalty <laughs> he,
0: he he really was he he really was. he was that guy crazy to think of now yeah i mean it, it like i said he was that guy that you, that you hated you hated but you just couldn't take your eyes off him and he was like it was almost simultaneously he was my favorite and least favorite wrestler yeah. <laughs> <You> no <know? laughs>
1: that's a great observation cuz he and he had this uncanny ability to really just like get his ass kicked for mm-hmm. for fifty eight minutes, and then weasel out of the weasel out of the stadium w- while retaining his world belt. Mm-hmm. And he lost no respect for him as a, <laughs> as a right well. Player. That
0: I mean, no that's respect. yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I think. Even on, um, I think even on the thirty for thirty, you know, Hulk Hogan himself says, you know, look, you know, people point to me as like the guy that brought wrestling to the mainstream, he's like, hell no, it's that guy over there. And they say the big thing, like kind of the big difference between the two of them is Hogan, you know, and, and again, if you're not, you know, if you're not a wrestling fan, some of these terms kind of might fly, fly over your head out there, but you know, Hogan never really sold for anybody, but Ric Flair would sell for everybody. Um, I think, I think sting said that they were, um, I think it was the first clash of champions and and that was the main event and i remember because i remember it was like live on tbs like i don't have to pay for this and i could watch it and it was it was in the nation's capital and you know rick flair was sort of like the king george and sting was like like this patriot and before the match you know sting said rick flair came over and he said look he's like this is what we're gonna do he's like i'm gonna chop you and Ric flair you know he's known for the chopping and the wooing he he goes he goes you're gonna take it he goes you're gonna take it like it's nothing And he's like, and he's like, Rick, you know, come on, that's your, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, like he, Rick wanted to put him over, even though sting would go on to lose that match. Rick wanted to make him look good. And he's like, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna take it like it's nothing. And we're going to, you know, exchange chops back and forth and the woos and the hows and this and that, where other wrestlers in that position might be like, you know, you got, I'm the champ. You got to make me look good. Rick's like, I'm the champ. I'm going to make you look good.
1: Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was almost like opposite of what everyone you know, in that position would be doing. Right? Like he would just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And, and maybe part of it was like, I think he, why he was so great for wrestling at that time was, you know, as NWA champion, you had to go to all these far-flung territories to defend the belt against local people and you, you, you go to japan you go to portland but you might also you know you go to these little, little territories yeah and you're wrestling with a local hero you got to m- make the match look great and you got to make it look good and some of these guys aren't good in in, in <laughs> some of these guys are you know they're, they're popular in in like their their like uh, western oklahoma right they're like super popular in <laughs> in their they're like region of the state but they're loud they're lousy performers and so he had he had to like learn to make anything like he i think the way they put it was he could wrestle like a log and make it look exciting <laughs> that was his job you know sometimes yeah. <laughs> and he i don't know maybe it, it just there was an art to that and uh and he was so good at it and it's, it's also unique i mean maybe we just loved to see him get his ass kicked because he was such a heel and, and, you know, and a good, and a good wrestler. And then, and then, I don't know, we just bought it. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what it is, is, you know, I think it's like a good hero. You know, you look at a Hogan and, and, you know, especially as a young kid, that's very appealing. He's like a real life Superman, you know, he's, he's invulnerable almost and this and that, but, and I think that's what it was is as I started to get older, I started to get into my teen years. I'm like, this is kiddie stuff. You know, the, 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 I mean, this is this is almost like, you know, the old golden age comics where Superman is never going to be beaten and it's getting boring. And then you see a guy like Ric Flair who's like, oh, he's just this rich son of a bitch. And I want someone to smack that grin off his face. And you would see people do it because you, you'll see, you know, if you watch his matches you'll see him on his knees begging for mercy. You know, you'll see him get tossed out of the ring. You'll see him get beaten up. But you know, like you said, he'll come back and either steal a win or, or, you know, the horsemen come in or JJ Dillon or something. And you just, you got to respect that because it's like, you never knew, you never knew what you're going to get with this guy. And, and it was, it was, it was just amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, And and like you said, you know, definitely, I kind of liked it all. I I think you could definitely, the the difference in styles is, Mm -hmm. is started to, as you get, you know, like you said, you you get a little older, you're like a preteen and you, a, you realize that, okay, um, a real fight, real fights last about 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then you, you're sort of seeing, the difference between the, the WWF as it was known at the time, uh, you know, the NWA always tried to keep it gritty and kind of real as possible. And if all, that's all you watched, you had this plausible deniability that, that <laughs> maybe you could take well into adulthood, but then you're <laughs> watching, like, you know, Coco beware and, uh, um, uh, Coco beware and, um, hillbilly Gym, you Right. Know right <laughs> like like wrestle like the honky tonk man and <laughs> valentine any kind of like okay this is this is the circus this is the modern day uh circus and yeah. uh, it's still fun uh but this is maybe not real <laughs> exactly i don't know I don't, to, I don't want to face this but uh um uh, but I look back on it now, and I think I, I mean I have a lot of affection for both. But I have a I, I now look back on like the the WWF kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and a lot of affection, right? Like
0: absolutely, yeah, absolutely,
1: billion man and King Kong Bundy and 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 all those guys. It, it was fun and it was funny and um, you know, it, it 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 was all. I look back on it all with a lot of a lot of love
0: for it. Absolutely. And you know, again, anybody out there, if you are a fan of pro wrestling, I definitely encourage you head over to Kickstarter, you know, and do that search, look for invasion from planet Wrestletopia. Um Ed, before we wrap things up, why yeah. don't you uh, tell everybody where they could find you? Uh, I'll put up links for the Kickstarter, uh, but you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever you have, uh, where, where can uh, people kind of see more of your work?
1: yeah so um we're uh we're pretty active on Twitter where you know th- this company uh, matt and I set up uh, is called suspicious behavior productions mm. so it's like a s, uh s b p underscore comics and we're're we we're real active there on Twitter and um uh you know you can find that the comics in digital form on Amazon Kindle on ibooks they'll be fully up on comicsology pretty soon we just ran into a snag with with that uh, mm-hmm. um we have a facebook page which you know you can uh, uh we try not to ignore uh <laughs> at, at suspicious behavior and uh and of course you know there's the kickstarter so i mean we we'd love to hear from people uh you know on twitter or, or you know please check out the kickstarter and, and maybe you know if it perhaps you're interested. We've got some cool rewards, trading cards of uh, our wrestlers from the comic book. We have the official Galacto massacre pay-per-view poster is something that you can have. Um, uh, you can make yourself even a part of the, uh, the books back matter and things. Uh, so Kickstarter is a lot of fun. And, 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 and uh, I think, like I said, even if you're not into wrestling, you, you really enjoy this, but you may know somebody who, who, uh, who digs this And it has a birthday coming up or, or something. And, you <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this will be your one chance to, to snag a printed copy uh, uh, that I know of for a while. So um, yeah, just, uh, you know, please give us a shout. It, it's, it's, it's always lovely to hear from people, uh, you know, and um, for the next 20 days as of this recording, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter will be live. So hopefully we'll, we'll see you there too.
0: Absolutely yeah so again guys you know I encourage you to head on over to Kickstarter. It's invasion from planet Wrestletopia Ed I'd like to thank you again for coming on the show uh you're welcome back anytime most likely to discuss pro wrestling uh, or video games because we definitely <laughs> share those loves so uh, again uh, thank you
1: yeah thanks for having me and uh you know, hopefully we'll do more comics as well. Uh, we love pro wrestling. we like, we like, we have some other stories we'd like to tell. We'll see how this you know, Kickstarter goes, but, um, I, you would love, I'd love to come back and hope I can bring that
0: next time. That would be great. And guys, as always, do me a favor, head on over to Instagram stuff. You don't need to know is there. I post pictures about the content that I talk about. Know it all. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later.